Welcome back to another episode of Dark City Moon, motherfuckers. I'm your host, Vince Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tilly. And this week, we're talking about the Mandalorian and his bounty hunting motherfucking friend, Boba Fett. Noel, what are you thinking about this awesome fucking show over on Disney Plus? You know what? I, I just thought it actually had some of that magic that, that came with the original Star Wars. I loved it. The technology seemed kind of like uh, how it was imagined in the 70s. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I just, I, and you, I, I was thinking, how would a show work without Jedi? Like, they're the coolest thing. Nothing comes even close. Mm. And a Mandalorian comes pretty damn close. Oh, man. Like, because you need something that's steeped in its own lore. Like, and that's like, yes, exactly. Something yeah. that doesn't rely on. Something that just is its own thing and can work completely on its own. And yeah. to have something that isn't, I know it does Grogu and I know all of that, but it's about the Mandalorian and he's mm. just so badass. He's just so badass all by himself. Yeah, I think the Mandalorian may be the best thing Star Wars has ever done. Yeah, absolutely. It'd have to be up there. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me, you'd have, you know, the, the original trilogy, of course, was fantastic. But, um, you know, Return of the Jedi, probably. But then uh, Rogue One, I thought it was spectacular because I thought it just yeah, was this insular so story. Yeah. Almost and then there's a you know, movie. Yeah, an almost perfect movie. And it was a bit of hit and miss there. And there's some, you know, absolute miss in the course. But this wasn't. This was, yeah, it's this went the, back to its roots a bit or something. It just tried its best to feel right. Yeah. It just, it, it remembered where it came from. If you know <laughs> it, what I mean. It didn't it? it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where Disney were like, let's change this and let's alter this. Whereas Mandalorian's the exact opposite. Like, okay, let's see how we can exist in the world that's set up like for the other six movies. Uh, you know what I mean? Like from the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, they're like, okay, that world already exists. Let's see how we can set up in that world. Instead of like the sequel trilogy felt like, let's see how we can alter the world. Yes. You know, that kind of way. Whereas this is like, let's see how we can exist in the pre-existing world instead of yes. let's try and change things. Cause there's no need to change it because it's no. like, it's so lore heavy. There's so like, like it's so expensive. Like some of the shit in this, like was reminiscent of like Lord of the Rings in terms of like not the action, but the Lord. The way to talk with the night thousand tears and uh, the purge and the siege of Mandalore and all this fucking shit, man. Like you know, it's like yeah. uh, you know when they're talking about the E-Web cannon, he's like, you saw thousands of your brothers disintegrated and <laughs> the siege of Mandalore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know, you know when they're talking about like. We, we, we talk about World War II so much. We have all these World War II films. And you see yeah. something that's actually just about surviving in a partition Germany just yeah. afterwards. Just like the, 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 something a little bit smaller in scale, but the, but like the empire has fallen. But of course, a, you know, the nature abhors uh, a, a vacuum. Yeah. So something something moves in to fill it. And, and it was just like how it was affecting junkards and 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 gamblers and bounty hunters and all of this and it was great that it was just like you were dropped in that universe yeah uh from a kind of an outside perspective and it kind of works mm. it just did it didn't have to be like ah and, and this is how palpatine and this is Darth vader and this is whatever else and you're kind of going no like i mean at, at the end of the war what's left there's survivors people 
And yeah. then they have to try and like find a new way to survive because so much has been lost. And yeah. I thought like, that just felt right in, in the Mandalorian. It just yeah. did like well, that's why um I think I mentioned in the previous podcast that like solo and rogue one feel so close to Mandalorian because if you look at Solo and Rogue One, they're both right after the fall of the, of the, the Republic and the start of the Empire, whereas Mandalorian Boba Fett, they're right after the fall of the Empire. So it's kind of like, as you said, like, you know, a nature bores a vacuum or, um, or as they say in the show, power hates a vacuum, that like where you have this thing where the world is reshaping itself or the, well, the galaxy is reshaping itself. And it's just like that flux. And that's what like I thought like when uh, Solo and Rogue One, when you look back at those movies, they did really well. That it showed you the, the transition from the Republic to the Empire, whereas this is kind of showing us the limbo of the um the transition from the Empire to the New Republic, you know, that kind of thing. Like so it's kind of cool how the both in my feet, my, my opinion, have a kind of these similar tones. Yeah. And that's why, like, I think Rogue One and even Solo, when you go back and look at it, it's not like I think Solo was unfairly treated because I think it's a really solid fucking movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like well, I watched it after all of the uh, everything was said yeah. negative about it. And I ended up kind of uh, just enjoying it for what it was. Yeah, same as, yeah, because I missed you know, it in the cinema and loads of people yeah. were like, uh, like fucking hopping over. And then by the time I watched it, maybe it was, we said the magic of lower expectations. But oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, you know, but I, I really enjoyed Solo. I thought your man Alden uh, Eldenreich did a really de- decent job. Like, you can't compare someone to Harrison Ford. And he didn't even try to be Harrison Ford. He just tried to be his own no. version of Han, of Han Solo. And I think, you know, like that, like those movies were, uh, were a bit, uh, Rogue, Rogue One was uh, given the acclaim it deserved, but I think Solo was a bit unfairly treated. But like going back to Mandalorian, I just loved that, as you said, it's just this kind of like, it's right after the Empire's fallen. And you, it's, you have all these people that were the higher ups in the empire that, that weren't on the Death Star one or two that didn't die, like you know Moff Gideon that are holding on. It's kind of like the Germans that went to South America kind of thing. These guys went to the outer rims of the galaxy and they're trying to hold on to this little bit of power that existed out there. Yeah, trying to raise the like the, the, the Fort Reich. You know, they're trying to raise, I suppose, what became the First Order. When we talk about the Disney trilogy. Exactly, yeah. Mm. You remember when when uh, the invasion of Iraq happened and Saddam Hussein was taken down? And so I can't remember who it was, but he said uh, Saddam Hussein was a monster. But the one thing he did is he kept, he kept the wolves from the door. Yeah. And then the rise of the Taliban and all this kind of stuff. It, it, it actually does, you know, it, it alters reality. And it kind of, obviously, it's on Disney Plus. And it's just, it, but it does actually use what happens in, re, in reality. As in, like, yeah... It, there is no main power, but now there's 50 little ones. And yeah. It's, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like if an alpha dies of a wolf pack, that you might not have oh, to yeah. deal with that one alpha anymore, but you're going to have to deal with the 12 betas that are all vying for power now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so and that was it, the wolves from the door. And um, I, know, I, I, I just really, really enjoy it. I also really, it's somebody who kind of, it was from the perspective of the Mandalorian, he didn't really care, as in like the, who's in charge it's always going to be somebody he he was very much so trying to exist outside of all that yeah until and he did a good job of it until he ran into baby yoda yeah which you know how could you kill him <laughs> yeah. how yeah. good was ig11 oh the second i saw him i knew what yeah. he was the robot and that's what i was talking about they, they had that good star wars clunky tech yeah it wasn't it wasn't like you know really like sophisticated. Steampunk almost yeah exactly yeah exactly and like man, that's what I love about um one thing I love about Star Wars movies, Star Wars shows, they always make you feel for the droid. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, you, know? you do the, the Terminator 2 them. 
<laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Oh man, that the IG is like. Uh, do you remember when he comes in um, to save the day and he's like, "What are you doing? I'm uh, what's that? I'm nursing. I'm protecting." <laughs> and yeah. he just like fucking flies in and starts killing everyone. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, I love, I, I love, I love like the comic relief of him. Keep uh, the answer to every situation is to blow himself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just keeps looking for reasons to blow himself up. We're surrounded, initiating that termination, yeah, yeah, you know. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And then, of course, he does end up doing it, and it absolutely tears you from the guts out. Yeah, oh man, because he like, that got... storytelling, man, that's sto- it was just like a droid. Remember, he shoots it in the head, it's funny. Mm. But then later, when he he takes off his mask for the first time, because I'm not a living thing, yeah, hence the oath isn't been broken. And you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm getting feels even just talking about it now. Yeah. It was a droid in a Disney show. Yeah, oh man. One thing I have to say, Pedro Pascal must be one of the best actors on planet Earth right now. The you, amount of acting that guy can do with a fucking helmet on is not even in. Like, that's not even right. <laughs> like, he can emote we're, once wearing a helmet better than some actors could do without a helmet. It's insane. Like. When you have, um, when he got his head crushed by the mountain in Game of Thrones, it was the first time I ever laid eyes on, on, on Pedro Pascal. And he was excellent in the very short run that he had. And I remember feeling sorry for him, the actor. Yeah. I was like, this is probably going to be the biggest role he ever has. You know, like he gets, yeah. he finally gets his big break yeah. and they crush his skull. And now he's just going to be like that guy you got killed in thingy. Now, have I been wrong? He got narcos then straight Then narcos <laughs> fell backwards into narcos. Yeah, and then, the best shows on TV. Like, on the best shows on TV. And now he's, what, he's like, an, he's an A plus lister. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's in everything. He's, he's right? working. He's working like uh, the levels of. But I, I'm not sick of him. I have a thing where I get sick of people, no matter how good they are. Yeah. Like I, I, Anna Taylor Joy, she's an excellent actress, but now I just feel like I could do with a film that she's not in for like a month yeah. or something, you know. But Pedro Pascal was one of these very few people. I just like him because he he does such different stuff. Yeah, you know, he could Game of Thrones and he could be the bad guy in Wonder Woman. It was the only good thing about that yeah, second Wonder yeah, Woman yeah, film. Fucking, yeah, wasted him in that movie. Yeah, you know, they wasted him, but he made yeah. use of he chewed up the scenery when oh, he was yeah. there. Yeah, you know, yeah. and now we see him and there's a the Mandalorian and the the, the that that Nicolas Cage movie that just came out and yeah, he's just way of massive talent. Thank you, and he's just fantastic. He's range. He's have you charm. seen that movie? Yet? No, I haven't actually fucking seen amazing. it. Yet. It's amazing. But I just love Pedro Pascal. I just think his charm is yeah. just undeniable. His charisma is undeniable. And his acting ability is undeniable. Yeah. Fucker, fucker has everything going right now. The world and, he, is and he's funny as well. Like when you're watching Bearable Way of Master Talent, like he's funny. As I said, he's got everything. Like at the moment, like I'm what I, I just watched him in Mandalorian um, uh, and Boba Fett, which we touch, uh, talk about in a little while. And I just watched him. I'm watching him currently in Narcos as well because I'm rewatching Narcos at the moment. And I just recently seen him in Unbearable Weight, Master Talent, and he's completely different all three does. And I like he's impressed me in every single one of them in completely yeah. different ways. Like I, I, as I said, he's one of the best actors on planet Earth right now. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like, like, yeah. like uh, the Mandalorian man, the amount of acting, as I said, like the, the amount of acting he does with that fucking helmet on. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and like an absolutely steel. Not you know his eyes, not his. It's not like dread where you can see the bottom yeah. half of his face. Where he can no, use, like, even that, even whatever. that, because like Carl Urban or Sylvester, mm. well, fuck Sylvester Stallone, he took off the mask. It's sacrilege. Yeah, helmet. Uh, the helmet. Sorry, but like even Carl Urban, yeah, like you said, even just the jawline, you can Batman, whatever, you can do yeah. something with. You can look angry. You can look yeah. smug. 
uh, but nothing. But he just he just has. But even this is what uh, somebody was saying. You all that Depp and Heard shit was going down. I heard Chris Delia make one really really good point. He said, "You know what he has that she doesn't have? Fucking stillness." He goes, "You know how much acting is actually just stillness." Mm. And Pedro Pascal can go like absolutely the the the, the full Nicolas Cage, mm. and he can and he could just sit, be just sitting in a boardroom, yeah, waiting for his line, and it's all the same to him. And yeah. and he actually has it, and he and in the Mandalorian he has stillness, yeah, and it, he just I don't know, he's fantastic. He controls every single scene, everything. Like it's it's crazy, man. Like one thing though, like the Mandalorian did that a lot of Star Wars things didn't do is that it really built up on the lore that was already there like it included fan favorite characters like you know what i mean like ahsoka tano like fucking um they brought back um what's his fucking name oh luke skywalker <laughs> but, you know, luke skywalker yeah, oh guy, he was in one of the other ones yeah, okay um but they brought back luke skywalker they brought back ahsoka tano and then like they brought back other characters from the clone war shows and shit like that that like because dave filoni uh created the, the fucking clone war show um that I thought I didn't realize until I did a little bit of homework. Yeah. That actually, yeah, that that uh of course I knew Rosario Dawson's name escapes me. I'm sorry. Uh but, sorry, Star Wars nerds, but I, I, just I knew said it. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano, sorry, that's yeah. what you meant. And uh, but I didn't realize then that it was actually just loads, including Boba Fett, where our little gunslinger friend shows up again, another uh you know, from Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Uh, so is that what people... he's from, is he? Yes, like, apparently. I was like, yeah. Yeah, as soon as he uh, went up and I'm like, I, uh, 100% I'm supposed to know who he is. Oh, <laughs> see, that's why I ended up doing the homework because there was just like, that's right. What's his name? It's me. Oh, I can't. To just forget. Like, yeah. I mean, it's Star Wars here. I, mean, I yeah. can tell you it wasn't Kevin or Michael. Like, yeah. You know. Um, I, I'm behind on the animated shows for shame. Like, oh yeah, I am actually as well. And I, you know what? I watched a few clips of them, mm. and they're like dark as hell. Man, I've and watched a lot of like, Clone Wars. Clone Wars is awesome. Seen the first three seasons of it. Wow, like I mean, oh, so yeah, like that's that's the thing with Star Wars. Listen, it? it rarely hits the middle. It swings wide. Yeah, uh, I think it's when you have people like I think we spoke about this before. It's been a few weeks since we were on there, but like that. When you have people that respect the Lord, that it, it, oh, it's yeah. so it, it's so easy to make a Star Wars movie. It's so easy to make a good Star Wars movie. When you were, like, look at Rogue One. It was like it, so much is already done. For, like, if you went to make one today, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here going, "This should let me make Star Wars." No, I'm not a director. I don't. No, I don't John Favreau definitely should be able to make. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, as somebody who works, obviously has an awful lot of talent and know-how. Don't get me yeah. wrong, mm. but I'm just saying, so much of the work has been done for you. Yeah, it's all there. Yeah, oh, even the, even the stuff that didn't land, maybe you can make it land. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Even comic kind of, books and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you're talking I, about like eleven movies, like three TV shows. Now you're talking. I would about, say like, I wanted to make one like back be- back before they had lightsabers and stuff like that. Uh, the, the force and stuff was young, you know. Like, uh, I was like, and I would start with in like in a long long time ago but like yeah. super long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far away seriously guys a long time ago probably be like the dinosaur times yeah, <laughs> that's what i'd have coming I'd, up the i'd love to see that the original jedi or something oh yeah like yeah. i used to like a, like a like some sort of sword with some sort of heating mechanism in it yeah that, or, that makes it a better cutting tool you know or, or they, the kyber crystals is how they power lightsabers so. you know what i just read all of the Darth Vader comics there's 13 yeah. of them and i didn't realize that it's called kyber crystals and also they're alive they're alive. And the reason that they they actually torture the kyber crystal to make a, a red sit 
Oh, he actually yeah. tortured the kind of person. <laughs> it's, 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 it's alive with the force, something, yeah. something, something. But the red lightsabers uh, that Sith use are actually a tortured kyber crystals. That's fucked up. Is that no, fucked up? That's, that's what I mean, man. The lore is just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're talking. Yeah. You're talking forty-five years as we sit here. We're mm. talking forty-five years as we sit here. We're probably talking forty-seven or forty-eight years since, like, uh, a little like light bulb over yeah. George Lucas's head. We are talking lore. We are talking comic books. We are talking animated films, animated series, and we're talking. I, I, I dozens don't know what we're of novels. Do- dozens of novels, yeah. and it's all there for you. It's all there for you. Hence, Boba Fett showing back up. It was like, cool, but like him escaping the Sarlacc pit has been, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's been talked about for years. Man, man, like the way, one thing I loved about the way uh, what Mandalorian did, like, because I didn't know much about Book of Boba Fett going in there, the way it dovetailed together the two shows. It's almost like, it's almost like the Book of Boba Fett was uh, Mandalorian season 2.5. Like, the way oh, yeah. you, oh man, it was crazy. I didn't know. Because, really because Mandalorian so takes up and I'm thinking, oh, cool, guest appearance, two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's fucking amazing. I was like, yes, backdoor Mandalorian episodes. And like that, they covered so much backstory for the Mando in those two episodes that that doesn't have to be used in the third season of Mandalorian. Yeah, like, I mean, going to see burned... Grogo get a bit of training. And, and I mean, this was yeah. like, this is very much so Mandalorian story. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is about Grogu. This is about the Mandalorian. This is. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's like they've, seen to, they've said to Dave Filoni, and John Favreau is like you can have that little corner of the universe, the outer rims, and you can just have some fun with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like because like they're clever though because they have their own expanded universe growing there now. I don't know what I think Obi Wan is based before the original trilogy, obviously. So obviously that can't be linked to it. But like I, I wonder. Yeah, if- I mean, like Luke Skywalker shows up in the Mandalorian, and it's the fall of the Empire. He's grown. He's the most powerful Jedi in the universe. Yeah. Um, and he's a kid that doesn't know shit about shit in Obi Wan. So I don't think there's any connection there. But the chron, I think the smartest man in the universe will be somebody who can explain to me the entire chronology of Star Wars. <laughs> like the books, the comics and everything. That There's would be so many dudes out there that know so much about Star Wars. Oh. It's crazy, man. I used to watch a show called, um, Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the Schmodown and, um, uh, the, the movie Schmodown where it was, uh, uh, the guys from Collider, this guy that used to work with Collider, uh, invented it with some other dude and he left Collider after to do this full time but it was just a trivia thing and they used to have like different belts and stuff you know like uh, you'd be the movie champion or you'd be the newcomer champion or whatever you'd be the team's champion and one belt was the Star Wars belt and they were asking these guys questions like what is the serial number on this fucking ship in like uh, A New Hope or whatever and they were like not even thinking they were like oh, oh that ship is a 24789 oh my god I, you know what like I'm trying not to cheat because I I always think like watch the show and talk about what you see and it was a Razor's Crest was it what the name was the Razor Crest yeah oh that that awesome name for a ship awesome name for a ship Mm. um but like that's it there's so much to to keep track of there's so much to keep track of like man right as you said there's so much to keep track of so much lore all this fucking white shit but what do you think Bag and Bones it's pretty much a western set in space what do you think that was a western you know what's funny is that um, my partner's dad who's uh, he's 73 now in a week so Mm. he just loves the old westerns so when he comes down with his guests I literally uh, there's a classic cinema or something I think it's a YouTube site that has loads of I'm talking like 40s Nice. Um, West, oh yeah, and uh, spaghetti westerns, fifties, sixties, yeah. like John Wayne 
early, John Wayne early stuff. And so I've been watching an awful lot of them. And then I watched Boba Fett just today. And I was like, my God, this is like, there's like a quick draw, you know, like there's literally like standing there, you, you know, go for your weapon kind of stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's like, you know, take, there's a crime lords trying to take over a town. I mean, we're talking like yeah. Palpatine having like fleets of destroyers at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're this talking was so like, much better. Yeah. Oh, and this was so much better, but it was a microcosm. Mm. The, the town was smaller than one destroyer. And then you had Palpatine literally taking out like fleets, like ending, you know what I mean? It was so huge, but that bigger is not always better. And that's a yeah. mistake that's so often made. This was so grounded. And I, I, I just thought it was so interesting. I was like, yeah, you know what? Give me a Star Wars Western. I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, here. Oh man. Like what really nice me about the sequence is like, they had three movies that had all this time to come up with a villain and they fucking ended on Palpatine. Whereas John Favreau was like, and Dave Filoni, they just created their own villain. Like, I don't know if Moff Gideon is he in the shows. I don't know. Like, um, but like the fucking hell, like they have a villain that's not dependent on the old shit, man. They don't like, they, they adhere to the old lore and the old, all the legacy characters and all that shit. They adhere to it, but they don't rely on it. You know what I mean? Or did I, thought, I was disgusted no. with Snoke. First, it was a Snoke. Yeah, he was so cool. He was so cool. He had that. Yeah. Like, and yeah, what was the point? He was genetically cloned. And he had to, like, what was the point of all the facial disfigurements, the yeah. tall, slender body? I thought he could have been. Why not? Oh, why not have had him be more powerful than Palpatine? Why not? Yeah. It, turn, it just turns out that he was literally nothing, a puppet. There could have been 10 of them. He was yeah. completely and totally replaceable. There was nothing about him whatsoever. Like, even why does he have to be more powerful than Palpatine? He just has to be more powerful than the people he's fighting. Actually, it's like the you don't have to be faster than the bear. You have to be faster than the guy, than at least one other yeah. person. Who's That's why I always go hunting with you, Noel. I know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's already known. You don't need those boots. I, I, I just start smothering myself with honey because it might be quicker. You know? just, <laughs> I smother my throat so that he'll just get it over with. And man, I just, uh, I just say uh, hold the, the the baby bear at ransom and just see how that plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so, well. No. <laughs> did not did not take this through. Um, but but yeah, I, I I I but I always think like don't get me wrong. You have something like Alien and then Aliens. They went bigger and it worked. Yeah, it's not that it can't work. Um, but it's that it's when you rely on it as opposed to it being a natural story. Boba Fett felt like natural storytelling. I actually got a lot of bad reviews and stuff, so I went in. What? Like, like, Boba Fett, to the, to the best of my knowledge, you got some... Really? Am I wrong? You're the guy who's got... No, I don't know. I, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, Boba. yeah. People, people were like, oh, it was a bit lackluster. I, I don't read there, reviews. Either do I, but stuff mm. stuff cracks. That's that's what I mean. I don't yeah. ever, I never read them. And if it's I ever like, did, it'd be you, after you hear, I saw it. Yeah. When I went back and watched this, and well, you, actually, to be fair, that's a lesson you taught me from... Uh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. I keep it in mind now more than yeah. I did. Just, uh, just watch it. Just have your own opinion. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes somebody's turned around to me and said, oh, my God, I promise you, it's two hours of your life. You'll never get back. Yeah. I promise you. And there's people, if somebody like you said that to me, I kind of go, all right, okay. He but knows I would me well enough. Yeah. He I would never me. say that. Yeah. You know, you'd never say that. I, I'd well, like, don't well, tell me there's not something yeah. so garbage. You try and save me. No, I tell you to watch it because it's so <laughs> garbage. You know what I yeah. mean? But <laughs> actually, no. But see, that's another thing as well. <laughs> that's a whole other thing as well. Yeah. Man, the right know. type of garbage. But Bob, I, I, I was thinking, I I love it. He, he He's like a non, he's, he's the capitulate, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. He does the whole like, yeah, he protection racket and stuff, but he actually protects. 
Yeah. And he didn't want to move the actually what's it called? It's actually a, a, a drug in the real world. Spice. What's, spice. Yeah. Very dune. Very dune. Yeah. Spice. Very dune. And also like English prisons. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not artificial weed. Yeah, it just gets you really, really horribly messed up. Yeah, I've seen it's because uh, they kept changing the formula to stay legal because I think what happened was there was, I don't know if it's still legal for a long time, it was legal where every time they, I think it was every time something was outlawed, they changed the formula, keep the same name. And they oh, yeah, the absolutely. Formula. Yeah. And it's probably gotten so far away from the original formula that it's just fucking probably like pipe cleaner and fucking dead rat babies or something. Oh, like yeah. That, like, you know and, then for mean? Some, and because of some stupid loophole, it's actually legal. Yeah. You know, you know for just a second. And then you have this kind of on a galactic level, whatever the hell Spice is. And, you know, he wants nothing to do with it. Ah, man, what did you think of the job of the Hut Twins showing up? <laughs> yeah, man, that was amazing. Man, like, I was like, I love that. I was like, uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't see your, what did it call it? Was it not cart? Uh, oh, what was that fucking thing called? Um, the thing they carry people on. Um, oh, what did, what did it call? Uh, I, I, I can't think of it and you're, you're struggling there. Fuck. Do you remember back in the day, uh, the Romans used to get carried around on them? Those fucking things. Uh, yeah, of course. I, I don't know what the word for that is. It's not part. Uh, no, I can't remember what it's called. Um, It's actually a word we use today, but they used it back then, and it meant that. It means different now or something. Litter? Litter, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> do you I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't see your litter. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, no, like, one thing I loved about it, though, was... One thing I loved about it was the way they incorporated the two stories together flawlessly without one ever seeing, feeling like it was hugging the other one's space. Like with Mandalorian, the way that built through, like... Um, one they're intertwined. Loved, like they're so intertwined. Now. Yeah. One thing I loved about season one of Mandalorian in particular was that it had a real computer game feel to it. Like the first thing he does is he does his first mission. He gets payment. He upgrades his armor. I was about, <laughs> like, to, I was about to say that. He literally upgrades his armor. Even, yeah. in, the, even in the... With the Boba Fett kind of crossover... He, uh, you know, he has the black saber, so he doesn't need his spear. Yeah, you know, your one, wants... no, your one takes it because he says it can actually pierce best car silver or best car armor. So it's actually a threat to all Mandalorians to have that in existence because best car steel should only be used as a defensive tool, as protection, not as an offensive weapon. That's what you want said, the forger woman. I can't remember her name. That's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah, the yeah. armorer. I think she was actually just called the armorer. The armorer is, a, yeah. She's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that kind of almost medieval kind of helmet that she had, you know. Yeah, with the spikes like, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like if, it, if the Mandalorians had an executioner. Yeah, you imagine that they'd look a bit like that or something. Uh, yeah, just yeah. yeah it's... I I just loved in season one though. It's like they had this very episodic feel, like it's almost like mission by mission. But oh, yeah. but at the same time, they were sneakily building the overarching kind of backstory that would open up into uh, to season two with Moff Gideon arriving and shit like that. Like so, that's one thing I loved about it was that it felt like at, for everything was very standalone. And then at the end of the season, he kind of assembled his team together. And that's kind of why he did in season two. That's kind of like the, the formula of Mandalorian. Even Boba Fett kind of did it too. Like, you know, as where like throughout this season, he meets his team. And then at the end, they assemble the team. <laughs> it's not kind of what you, they do. <laughs> no. you, know, you know when uh, okay, Luke Skywalker's giving um, uh, Grogu the kind of like, this is Yoda's lightsaber. This is, I can't remember, he had some Beskar or something. Yeah, uh, the chainmail. The chainmail. And, you know, he's explained to him, you can't have one, you know, it has to be one or the other. And I was just thinking, is it that, if we just, the universe couldn't take how awesome? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like, is it that? Is, is it like, <laughs> low key? That is just too much awesomeness. Yeah. To have a Mandalorian Jedi. Uh, yeah, like, imagine that. Uh, already. They already said that. The person that, uh, the person that forged the dark saber was a Mandalorian Jedi. Yeah, but that was that then. Was that then not allowed or something? Yeah, it was like a thousand years ago or something. Yeah, and then it was like you know, is, did it nearly destroy the universe with like it's just sheer awesomeness because it is just. I think it was less than him not being allowed being a Mandalorian Jedi. It was more that he was not allowed to have any attachments to his former life. And him wearing the best, the best car steel, it shows an attachment to his former life as a yeah. youngling, a youngling Mandalorian or foundling, sorry. I know so, he's like 50 or something, but all yeah. things, all keeping it all real, that means he's about three or four. Or yeah, because Yoda was like 900 when he died. Yeah, Yoda was 900. So that means he's he's gone through like an 18th of yeah. his lifetime so you know he's, he's he's literally a baby and he's able to every time he uses the force he needs to go nine nine yeah I love that. <laughs> yeah because uh, he still hasn't uh, got control over his powers yet, even like, when he takes the rancor down yeah he just <laughs> he goes, goes for a little sleep. nap beside it that's brilliant yeah. <laughs> man i fucking love that camera shot with the rancor and um grogu and he's walking up to it and then the show yeah. the reverse shot where it's behind him and how tiny he is compared to it like Man, it's so fucking cool. Like, like one thing, like, how co- you know, revisiting all the stuff when he, he yeah. walks in and he kills the guy with the weird head thing that's taken over for Boba Fett, and he takes over, and then he drops a guy in the sar in the rancor pit, and you're like, oh, feels man. Oh it's yeah, so perfect to see all of that stuff in your childhood in, in Boba Fett. In Boba Fett, like, yeah, when he kills uh, uh um Fortuna, um, that's his name. I can't remember his first name, um. But like uh, this, to put Chrysanthemum, the Wookiee, and as soon as I saw that Wookiee, I was like, 100% he's going to join Boba Fett. Oh, like, yeah. Like immediately, as soon as I seen him, I'm like, they're going to become friends. Never seen an evil Wookiee in one of these fucking things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. An evil Wookiee. Although, like, I'd be down. Yeah. Oh, man, because the harm they could do, like, they could literally rip your arms and legs off without even fucking blinking. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But, Man, like, I love it. They made, they made one attempt on his life and it didn't work. So they're like, yeah, yeah, no, okay. No, it's because the syndicate was moving in. This, uh, the, the pikes, was that what they were yeah, called? Yeah, the pikes. I think that's their, their species. Oh, it's their species. Is yeah, it? I think so. Yeah, and they're uh, called the syndicate. Yeah, because at first I thought they were just humans were a mass. And then it took me a little while to put two and two together that they were those blue dudes. I was like, all oh, right. <laughs> I was like, I have to look like this mask. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but like one thing that Mandalorian did though, man, straight away was like so much stuff about became part of the pop culture. Like, like no, like in no other way, like that this the Disney sequels did. Like uh, like this is the way. Um, what did uh, uh I have what did hit that fucking other dude say in season one? Um I, I have said it or some shit. What did he say? So it is said. No, what the fuck did that dude say? The the guy who got shot uh, running back with Grogu at the end of season one, the inventor dude. Um, oh yeah, no, I don't know. Um, what is fucking say? Oh man, but like you know, it's like uh, this is the way man. Uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda, like when Baby Yoda came out, the fucking whole world fucking lost his mind. And then like Disney were like, shit, we didn't make enough ties because we had to keep it secret. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But that's it. The, the, uh, but that, don't you like when they actually seem to like? Don't they're going to capitalize, of course. But they actually try to make a story before because okay. like, when you see something like Jar Jar Binks, Justice for Jar Jar, um, you know they were trying yeah. to like they were trying to. There was so much of that they were just trying to sell toys. 
you know what I mean? And it actually yeah. felt like this shoehorned something in. And, I, and, and, and in this, it didn't feel quite as shoehorned, which is also always a good thing. Tell your story. If your story is good enough, the rest will come later. X-Men, yeah. X-Men and fucking Marvel and everything else. Yeah, and it's like if there's one brand that like, uh, is always a cor- uh, corporate, uh, is always accompanied by a shit ton of merch is Star Wars. Like, you know what I mean? It's like one thing that you always um, uh, associate with fucking toys and merchandise is Star Wars. Like probably the merch has made more money than the movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it was was just like crazy to think that they're able to keep it so secret. I think they like made Mandalorian and like this gigantic set that was like hidden out of the way from everything. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't. I remember when they were making Star Trek. That's right. I said Star Trek. uh, But Uh, they were moving them from set to set. And when Simon Pegg went on, on, like they were moving from set to set in a lorry so that nobody would see them. And when Simon Pegg was, who was going to play Scott, he was asked, yeah, like, you know what it's like? He was like, I actually can't tell you anything. Yeah. And he goes, could you give us a bit of your Scottish accent? Mm. And he goes, I can't because I'd probably get my face sued off. <laughs> That's what he said. He'd probably sued my face off. He oh, couldn't even God. like, he couldn't even just throw on a, a, an accent for a second. Just yeah. nothing. Nothing. And the fact oh, that they could do it in this day and age, man, it's impressive. It's yeah. impressive. Oh, man, I couldn't believe it. Like, like when Mandalorian dropped, like, there, I knew nothing about that show. Like, I knew nothing. For ages, I thought it was going to be about Boba Fett. Like, for ages. Like, and then I was like, wait, there's a different thing? And then I didn't know as much about Mandalorians as other people obviously did like and shit. But, man, like, it's one, it was such a great way to fucking uh, expand the universe without really a- affecting anything else that follows it you know what i mean like yeah. and and i'm sure they uh, think ahsoka's getting her own show as well so i really hope oh, Dave Filoni and john favreau are doing that as well and we get to see boba fett show up and all this even though she seems to be kind of gone on her own way because you know they have to try explain her not being in the sequel trilogy and stuff like that like i think um the way the mandalorian's going to end up is like him trying to take back mandalore like I think that's the way it's gonna be. They're gonna try to actually take back Mandalore. I think he's like gonna go against Bogotan and all this shit. Like, like what? You... They're making it. They're making characters. Uh, sorry to speak over. They're making characters interesting enough that they're just somebody kind of going. We could just run with that. Mm. We could just oh, run man. with her. We can just run with Rosario. We could just yeah. run with her. Mm. She's interesting enough. She's she's a she's a she's a Jedi that she's not a Skywalker or anything like that. But she's yeah. a Jedi who fucking survived. Yeah. All of it, Order 66, the work, she's still here. Huge fan base as well. Like. Huge fan base. Uh, Rosario Dawson's a great actress. Yeah. Like, she could carry, she's got enough star power as well. She could carry a show. You know, she could. Um, yeah. And then there were just, and then you're just like, God, man, this is, but it's right in itself because they're actually making characters as opposed to like, hi, my name is such and such a guy. And I'm like, I'm very interesting and you should make toys out of me. It is, <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit more nuanced than that. Yeah. Binks, Misa you know. thinks I'd make nice merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he was supposed to have his own plushy dolls and all that kind yeah. of shit. Everyone fucking hate The kids hate it. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, well, like the side characters in this, right? The way they bring them back if they need to like, uh, um, fucking Bill Burr's character. The, the ex-stormtrooper, man, like, he's fucking unbelievable in it. What's his name? Something Mayfield or something? And, um, man, like, the, 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 the fucking episode where they bring his character into it, like, you think you're never going to see him again. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, they give him one of the best character arcs, like a pure redemption arc out of nowhere. And that's what, like, The Mandalorian did, like, is, like, it, it, it gave you these little kind of, like, the touch on a character and you think they're done with it. And then they'd always find a way of reincorporating them 
and like either make him part of the group or make him a bigger enemy or some shit like that. And I just thought that was really cool. Or that. giving him a robot stomach. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah, like uh, Fennec Shand. Yeah. <laughs> I well don't know how to come up with these fucking names, man. That's what, man, I, you know what as well? You hear it and you go, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what part of my brain decides what works in Star Wars and doesn't work in yeah. Star Wars. But IG-11, yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's like, it's and then like, you have like Fennec Shan, and you're like, yes, yeah. <laughs> and then somebody says something else, and I go, no, and yeah. I have no idea what part of me is actually deciding yes or no because it is some of these these names kind of work, and I don't know why. But man. Fennec Shan is a great Star Wars name. Man, fucking the episode with the Kray Dragon. Oh. oh man, with the Tuscan man. One thing I love about these shows, they really fucking de- delve into the Tuscan Raiders. But there was, the, but now they can. But it, you know what it is? It's the fact that you're not as time strapped. Yeah, you're making a season in a spin-off show. Yeah, you know what I mean. A show that like three years ago wasn't even exactly like, yeah, we, we're going to bring back Boba Fett and this Mandalorian thing we're going to make. Cool. Yeah. But the, the, then we were having a spin-off, and then like, yeah, but why not like? Haven't trained by Tuscan Raiders. Like, yeah. like, why not? Like, why not delve into it? Well, yeah. don't have, because if you if they put an hour into a Star Wars film of of even forty minutes of somebody being trained by Tuscan Raiders, we'd be going, "What the fuck yeah. are you doing?" Yeah, it was incredible. Palpatine's still, <laughs> still out there. What, what, what are yeah. we doing? What, what are the Tuscan Raiders going to do to take down the Empire? This yeah. is what I mean. But now that we're talking a, sl- a smaller outcome, yeah. much smaller. It's not the galaxy. Yeah. But uh, the, yeah, they get to have a lot of fun with it, and it was great. Fucking Boba Fett's backstory with the Tuscan Raiders from the first four episodes of uh, Book of Boba Fett is unbelievable. Yeah, like he, the way he keeps streaming and shit, man. I thought that was so fucking brilliant. And it saves him. Yeah, you know the way everything comes to fruition. He's, yeah, and he's, it's and he's, it's all yeah, your man that whatever. Again. Yeah, that guy who uh, I can't think of the name of the the, the actual blue alien. Oh. The guy, uh, the guy, oh, the, I don't know, the guy that shot um, Tim the Oliphant. Yes. I don't know his name. That's I asked you his name earlier. I, I actually remember. might just look it up. But, you know, he uses a Tuscan Raiders kind of technique to, like, sweep the feet yeah. from underneath him. Like, you know, because there's always that thing where... He kills him with the thing. With he the kills stick. him. Yeah. That episode or does of... he? Because I suspect that they didn't go to all the effort. Um, of introducing him and then taking him out. Yeah, I'm introducing him just, just so he could be... Kind I was kind of hoping he'd get away, that dude, because I really want to see more of him. He's fucking freaky. I definitely want to see more of him. But, like, man, I just thought, like, uh, the whole tribal aspect and shit like that and the the fucking spirit journey he goes on where he's, like, tripping balls and he finds that tree and he gets his branch and he brings it back. Because and... of that lizard thing that they put in. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that he like blows something at his face and the fucking lizard jumps right out and yeah. up his fucking nose? <laughs> I was just like, no, no. <laughs> you know, like, no <laughs> oh man, this is so fucking good. There's so much to it though, man. Um, but in fact, that show surprised me how good it was. I, I yeah. didn't know what to expect. I didn't know John Favreau and Diff Lonnie were going to do it. Like, literally, as I said, it felt like Mandalorian 2.5 and, and it didn't feel like it was doing either character a disservice. It just felt like the most natural expansion of the Mandalorian show. Like, you know what I mean? And like John Favreau should just be allowed to call Disney and, and just say, oh, oh, hi, John. How are you? Two hundred million dollars. <laughs> like, OK, how long? You've got six episodes. I need 13 months. OK. And that's it. Like, yeah. shut your mouth. John yeah. Favreau's on the phone. Yeah. That, he'll make you bank. He will. He'll make you bank. And that's the yeah. big, that's the be all and end all. And he, he makes quality. 
I'd love to see those guys go back and do Knights of Old Republic or something. Oh, oh man. Like, seriously. Like, I, I honestly think they should be given keys to the kingdom. Like, I think get rid of, like, Kathleen Kennedy to have Dave Filoni run, run Lucasfilm and John Favreau there helping him out. Man, I think that's the way to do it, man. Like, the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, some of the best fucking TV shows I've seen in ages. Man, there's not one weak episode. There's no one wasted character. There's not one wasted fucking minute. Like, it's like the show is... Again, it's smaller storytelling. You're just mm. like, oh, I've always wondered. I've well, always like, wondered. I've always wondered. That's what the, that's what I feel like is, is always going on in the show. I was like, I always wondered what would, what, what would, like, you know, if there was any other Wookiees kind of, you know, kind yeah. of, like, fighting. And I always wondered if, the, like, what sort of gangs might have existed on... on or like what Tatooine. happened to Jabba the Hutt's kind of crime syndicate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the film just can't go there. It's too small. And now these shows can, and it turns out to be more entertaining because yeah. size, because it's because the size doesn't matter, no matter what, no matter what Sheila tells me, size uh, does uh, not matter. It's just better writing, on better characters. It's better like, writing, man. Like, no, you know what? Jokes aside, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, but, but it's, it's better writing, I man. Mean, yeah, it's, it's like obvious. look, look at the Disney sequel trilogy. Their characters compared to Mandalorian. Like you got Finn, Ray, uh, Paul Dameron. And who else? Like they're pretty much the three. They're the three main ones. They're kind of like the new Harrison Ford, uh, the new Luke Han, and fucking Leia. They're like the they, they kind of they're the main three that replaced those main three from the first trilogy. Now you look at Mandalorian, and you got like Mando, you got Fennec Shand, you got Grogu, you got fucking. Um, are we allowed to say Cara Dune? Is that allowed? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if anything, like it, you're, it's just it's a bigger. Like, I mean, I whatever way you feel about her, she was a very fat actress. Very flat actress. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounded like you said fat actress. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I got your back. No, 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 like, I got um, your back. I got your back. <laughs> but um, no, I thought like yeah, she's very wooden. Cad Bane, by the way. Well, that's her name. No, the the blue faced hunter <laughs> dude, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yeah, Bane. Where to come up with these fucking names? Cad Bane. Um, but like, yeah, like, what do you think of her uh, being dropped out of the shows? You know, I I can't even remember. What, what is her name? Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah, I can't even remember. Um, it, it did seem like one of these things where. You know, it was cancel culture and all that. But you know, when somebody just simply can't stop talking. Yeah. What did she say? I can't remember. She said something fairly, fairly important, though, didn't she? She did. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I think, like, first off, it was, oh, you know what it was? When people started putting their pronouns in, this is what the first thing was. When people started putting their pronouns, uh, he, him, she, her, they, them. Yeah. Uh, she started putting in, she put in beep, boop, beep, boop. Oh, yeah. Kind of make fun of it. Which is insensitive, I would say, but at the same time, I don't think you should yeah. take a, 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 a um, yeah, you know, this should just take it as a joke, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, or, or you know, like confront somebody, yeah, you, it depends I mean? if she meant it as you need to know intent before you can really criticize or admonish, isn't it? Like, she might mean be boop, be boop as a joke, or she might actually mean it with disrespect, you know what I mean? That's the thing, like, you need to know someone's intent. That's the worst thing with print. Like that's why, like anytime I try, if I say something sarcastic or anything online or in a text message, I always try to add an emoji because an emoji can it conveys some sort of context. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because like if you say something, you can mean it in a sarcastic way. If you do the shrug emoji, nine times out of ten people think you you mean it in a sarcastic way. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, instead of like, if she means beep, boop, beep, boop, whatever, she says that with a smiley face emoji beside it. She, but she started going on with like Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, which he probably didn't. But oh, at the same time, you're I in a, you're in a high, yeah, you're in a high, and she started making fun of the mask mandates because you know actors are fucking are epidemiologists, and uh, then just it was, it was. Just, but at one point, you kind of go like, she's going to be a problem. Yeah, is she not entitled to all those opinions, though? She's 100% entitled to all those Mm. opinions. I completely, I do. And I think she's probably a a pretty decent person behind it all. But at the same time, there was just like, just like, shut the fuck up. That's why people... Yeah, if you're working for Disney, tell the company line pretty much, isn't it, though? Exactly. It's like like why somebody like Johnny Depp could come back. A lot of shit gets said about him. Absolutely none of it gets substantiated. But he doesn't have a history of these... Late night drunken tweet storms that that we seem to get now. Like, yeah, it's because he just shuts the fuck up. Yeah, it's that he does the films and stuff like that, and he He knows how to be a movie star. Yeah, he knows how to shut the fuck up. And if you have somebody, and and this isn't like a left or a right thing, but if you have somebody that simply doesn't know when to shut the fuck up, yeah, then and and you're like, well, I'm not. I'm not putting money into it because I just I know it's going to come back and bite me in the ass. Yeah, and I'm not going to have you tarnish something as valuable. I'm not going to have you. Yeah, exactly. The Mandalorian franchise. Exactly. Like because it becomes so Amber, valuable. Amber Heard, Ezra Miller, they're toxic then. Yeah, but Ezra Miller really, really needs to stop drinking because he just fights people every time he's drunk. That and dude like was fighting half of Hawaii over there. Like someone should just direct him towards Max Holloway and put him out of his misery. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like, I don't understand these people, though. Like, they don't understand how lucky they are. Like, they, they see it as a burden. It's a gift. Like, what did they expect? They wanted to be famous. Oh, sorry. I just got the the, 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 the final straw was her equating right-wingers getting cancelled on Twitter to Jewish people being killed during the Holocaust. Yeah, that's, I knew, I knew that, it was something really aboard. That'll so. do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah, that's an opinion she's not entitled to. That's an opinion she's not entitled to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. And then you're like, and then, like this is like obviously a cumulative thing. Like that could do it all by itself. And then yeah. you kind of go on like, how you know, she's done like, this in the space of like five weeks, six weeks. You're like, dude. Uh, it's kind of like the dude in a football game that does like four or five small tackles. The referee lets him away with it. And then all of a sudden he does one big tackle straight red card. Yeah. And that's kind of like, you know what? what? That's You're exactly right. That's it's exactly not kind of it. what it was like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like for her, just this like, they're like, oh, we're not going to book her yet. We're not going to book her yet. Gina, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And she said yeah. this straight red row here. You and know? you know what? Like, unfortunately, she didn't actually have the acting chops. Yeah. Like, she didn't have the... the utterly the replaceable. Like utterly the replaceable. Very, uh, yeah, utterly replaceable. Like, when you have someone like Ming-Na Wayne as Fennec Shan, like, she's so much more charismatic. Oh, my God. Actor. Yeah. And how cool was it to get onto a different somebody? How cool was it when she kind of, like, disappears from the action for a while? And you're like, yeah. okay, she's, like, she's gone missing. I wonder if that's, like... Yeah, you know, is that bad writing, or is, is there something going on behind oh, the scenes? I knew you're never and then she shows it. up and wipes out the fucking yeah. because there was no one there to stop her. Because you yeah. know, like obviously, oh, it's just, that and was she's, so cool. she's such a good actor, though. She never, she never disappoints. Like no. never disappoints. She was one of the best things about Agents of Shield as well for its entire run. She's so fucking good as Agent May. Man, I'd watch her all day. Like that's the thing. Like when you have so many fucking like very few shows do this where they have so many iconic characters straight away 
Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what, what is Bill Burr's character's name? Something Mayfield or something. Um, I keep thinking Baker Mayfield, and I know that's a quarterback. They rehabilitated him really well. Man, his redemption arc was brilliant. It's like there's a meme going around uh, in 15 minutes to give him a better former Stormtrooper arc than they did with Finn in three movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his the, the scene with him where he shoots that guy that plays an evil dude and everything. I always just remember him as, I think his name is Portman or Portman. Miggs Mayfield. Miggs Mayfield. Like, man, his fucking redemption arc is fucking brilliant. Like, you know what, like you remember, arc- I, the best part, do you remember when you needed that fit to use the face scanner so, so mm. he had to take off his mask? And, yeah. have to, and this is where it goes back to what a great actor Pedro Pascal is. He, yeah. When he takes off the mask, he looks genuinely, like, at a distraught. human level, he looks genuinely distraught. Yeah. He looks like he's having a panic attack. Like, he looks like he's going through something really, really horrific. Yeah. And um, But then, of course, whatever plays out, plays out, and he ends up, like, there's a shootout and stuff like that. And at the end, it's just him and Miggs standing. And Miggs hands him his helmet, and he goes, I, I didn't look at your face. Yeah. And you know he's telling the truth, because Bill Burr can also act. Bill Burr's and, uh, an amazing actor, though, isn't yeah. he? So Bill Burr actually hands it, and you believe, and he goes, I never looked at your face. And then he, he could put, come up a back because everyone who's seen him is dead, which is probably the code. And uh, Bill Burr never saw it. Ergo, suddenly, now they need to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. It's not like it's not it's not um, raindrops after that. But it's 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 uh, it was a great scene. Yeah, and, got, and then when he gets vanished. back. Yeah. Just when he get back, he was like, oh, looks like this guy escaped. Or whatever. You know, oh, yeah, he, no, he, he died. Uh, he died in the reactor. Died. That's yeah. what it was. That's what Cara Dune said. Um, yeah. He's like, oh, it's a pity that Migs Mayfield died in, <laughs> in the reactor explosion. And he's like, what? <laughs> what? I'm free to go. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, he just runs off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but like, um, what were we talking about there a second ago about uh, Migs Mayfield? Uh, fuck, it was something I was going to jump on. Yeah, the scene with the fucking um, the convoy gets attacked. When they're bringing mm-hmm. the Rhydonium into facility, man, that chase scene is fucking amazing. When yeah. the pirates are all attacking him and shit, man, like that—that that is unbelievable. Like that's one thing I loved about it, though, where he's actually like ripping the fuck out um, Mando. Is like, so is it they can't take off your your helmet or you can't show people your face because you know there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, do what do you think? Do you think because uh, Mando um, in Boba Fett, Mando got um, banished? For taking for admitting to taking his helmet off for great Grogu, yeah, yeah, Grogu, and he took it off um, in front of that dude saw his face anyway. Um, the Emperor, uh, Emperor dude, no, does that count? No, I'm not sure, it, yeah, because they're saying this. So, I think like obviously he's going to end up in Mandalore because I don't think you're ever to be identified, and no, a dead person can't identify. You never show your face to a living creature, living, living being, yeah. So he did show his face to a living being, though. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, he did. I guess he did. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's that was the thing. Like that's why he was freaking out. But what do you think? He he has to go cleanse himself or something in the in the waters of Mandalore or some shit. Some shit like that. Like, yeah. Was there even another like like that's a cult inside of the the, the Mandalore? Uh, yeah. It's not everyone who agrees to this never showing your face thing. Yeah, there's you know, so I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to kind of like subscribe to a different philosophy, uh, so that you can have more Pedro Pascal actually in the third season. I don't know. I think True it's okay the way it is. I think it'd be better. I, I love think... it the way it is, and like that was it. Even I, I was watching Halo. Yeah, and you know, a huge fan of the Halo lore. Probably actually. Oh, what's more... the TV show like? What's... Yeah, yeah. No, I I really like it. It's, it could it could be better, but it needs more money and needs time. But it's, yeah. yeah. It was excellent, it, uh, but um, the, the, you see the 
uh, Master Chief's face pretty yeah. early on. And um, the actor who, yeah, exactly, the actor who plays him, he's in um, he's in American Gods, and he was in um, uh, Orange Is the New Black. But anyway, he was um, he said that he told the producers not to do it. Yeah, don't do it. I, you don't see my face. That's like that's that's the whole game. Yeah, Mandalorian's I'm, getting away with it right now. Yeah, it? you know what I mean. I'm just yeah, but like maybe that's okay. The whole thing was in all the games. You never saw him. He was always a soldier. He was mm. never anything else. He was designed to be. He was built to be. He was like genetically modified to be. Yeah, no, I mean like right now they they had the example of Mandalorian getting away with a, a helmeted character throughout ninety five percent of the show. That they should have kept the helmet on, uh, Master Chief, because think, yeah, they should have. No, no, they should have. They, it was actually really early on and quite unnecessary when yeah. you first. And don't get me wrong, he has a lot of interactions and he gets to like be pissed off and he gets, you know, like obviously, which it, it's easier to act if you can see the person's face, but like as Pedro Pascal could teach, it's not impossible. Yeah, and body language, body language is just every bit as important as facial expression. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like a shrug of the shoulders, like a tilt of the head, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just, that's what he does so brilliantly in it, that he's, like, he's able to convey so much emotion without ever actually showing his face that much. Like, it's fucking brilliantly done. Like, it's just shows you how good he is as an actor, that he's got all these different fucking levels to his game, that he can use all these different weapons in different situations. And that's why he's so good at doing comedy or he's doing drama or doing like a fucking action. Like, you know what I mean? It's just that he's got every level to his game, like, you know. But like, and the thing is, one thing I'm really excited about Mandalorian and Boba Fett and the way Boba Fett expanded on Mandalorian is that you have all these different pieces going on in the back, uh, background. Now you have like Cara Dune who's going to come back. Up, or sorry, not Cara Dune. Um, oh, I said her name earlier. She's played by your one from Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, Bogotan. You're going to have yeah. her come back looking for the dart saber. So at some stage, she, her man are going to have to battle it out. Um, what do you think of the dark saber? It wouldn't have to be a battle to the death, though. He, well, he, yeah, As he, it was he, proved, by the way, that... He has to yield. He has to yield. So I would be like, bing, 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 yield. You know, if it means that much to you. Yeah, I think, though, after a while, I think the significance of the weapon itself yeah. landed on like, Mando. When he chops that guy in half on the table. Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, you know Armando, but stay. Guy, I just can, can you oh, re- a black can you, lightsaber. Can oh. you repeat that? Because uh, I was just saying when 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 the Mandalorian got that guy when he's kind of bounty hunting and mm. you see him throw him up in the table and he just chops him right through, right yeah. in the middle, right through. It just like that's, that's when a, they reintroduce him in Boba Fett, isn't it? And also, have you notice that the black saber looks like a sword? Mm. Like it looks like it's got the dimensions of a sword as being like a tube. Of light, yeah, because it was many thousand years ago, so it's a very early design, I assume. And exactly, yeah, made by a Mandalorian too, so maybe it's based more on Mandalorian weaponry. Oh, it's just, it's just, so yeah, like the lore behind that weaponry. Like, and I love the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The kind of like, do you know when you, you hold something in like admiration or something, but with the best car steel, um, reverent, re- reverence. I love uh, ah, reverence. Is yeah, good words, right? I love I love the, the reverence to show with the best car steel and like it's like uh, you have to keep extra for the younglings. It's like this is the way and all this. I just I love the whole Mandalorian culture and the backstory about the tears of uh, the night of a thousand tears and like when they show little glimpses of it. Like I hope to do a full fucking episode or even a full show called the night of a thousand tears and the show is the fall of Mandalore. 
Man, that would be fucking incredible. Like this, or, the thing about that'd be a movie. Now that you can make a movie of. Yeah, I'd rather. You know see what I mean? Because you've had all the, you've all the. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Six, give me six episodes, an hour long each. Siege of Mandalore, like fucking hell, man. Call it the Night of a Thousand Tears, like you know the name's already there for you, like man. Scums, oh, it's so fucking good. That's what I love about this show. It's like it, it touches on all these little bits of pre-existing lore, while it's at the same time creating its own lore and stuff like that, and it expands so nicely that it's got so many directions they can go in like next season like you know obviously he's going to go up against Bogotan because he's going to come looking for the dark saber he's going to go up against moth gideon because he's still around and he's going to come looking for grogu and like i just love that fact that the way boba fett expanded on the mandalorian now that we got so much ground covered already in mandalorian's backstory or, or sorry mandalorian story going forward that we don't have two episodes of season three of mandalorian him going trying to find grogu him getting yes. the spear melted down. Those two episodes that happened in Boba Fett did so much for the expansion of Mandalorian going forward. That's what I love about the two shows just meld together beautifully. I think like it's it's very rarely that you get to see it. like I think they've done it or sorry they did it better than what Marvel have done so far in kind of blending their shows together. That I think these two shows almost feel like one show. I think Marvel have shown that it can be done. Yeah, of course. And John you know Favreau I mean? was like... there at the outset, like you know. Uh, oh no! Yeah, hundred percent agreed. And and long may I, I expect more. I expect that there'll be some reciprocation in the third season of the Mandalorian. Oh, hundred percent. That yeah, they'll 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 push the Boba Fett narrative. Maybe you know something that they just want to get by or set up the new body or the new kind of tribulation that they have to deal with. Moth Gideon. Um, it's going to end up with Moth Gideon. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah. Yeah. What a great I, character. Yeah, and they're going to try and take back Mandalore. I I. I I would be shocked if the last season is not about them ch- taking back Mandalore and about who's going to be the next next ruler of Mandalore. Like if they don't go that way, I think it'd be a shame because I think it's building so nicely that you do have these small insulated stories, but you do have all these elements that are there and they're ripe for expansion and have all the lore already and all this fucking ridiculous mythology that they can build on, that they are building on. I just think that you can have this whole story build up to someone ending up in the throne of Mandalore and it doesn't even have to it doesn't like have to affect the Disney sequels it doesn't have to affect anything because you have this 30 year period between um the uh, Empire sorry the Return of the Jedi and uh Force Awakens and like a lot can happen in 30 years you know what I mean? Thirty years worth of storytelling you know what it's I mean the rise and fall of an empire it's it's what yeah. you need it to be like so I just think like of all the properties that Disney have out there at the minute in terms of Star Wars, I think this is the biggest in terms of uh, expansion, biggest most potential for expansion. The Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, um, whatever shows. And to pity Obi-Wan, he was kind of hamstrung by the age of his character. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's it, and that's not his fault. It's, it, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to watching that because I haven't seen any of that yet. But like, so no, before we get the fuck out here, what do you expect us to see for Mandalorian season three and do you think like you know you touched on single do you think we're going to see a bit more Boba Fett and what way do you think it's going to go on how many more seasons do you think we're going to get out of these shows I think we're going ooh, wow that's a good question I'd say they're probably going to level out with about four hmm. yeah five like, you think five yeah, yeah. It, it would be I think anything over that might the be a three Boba idea. Fett maybe because I think they might rotate them now yeah um, but I think there's definitely a lot more to come. I wouldn't say if we're at the halfway mark. Let's just pretend that they're all one thing. 
with two and one season. I wouldn't say yeah. we're at the halfway mark just yet. I think there's a lot to go over. And yeah. don't forget, like Grogu is obviously a character now that they could be going for. Man, long after me and you have shuffled off this world, they'll still be talking about uh, Grogu. Yeah. Because they've introduced a, a very, very long-term character. And who's to say with the spin-offs and the spin-offs having spin-offs, and even after one of these shows is over, why not have Boba Fett show up in 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 one of the in one of the Saren beside Rosario in one of these kind of episodes? It's just it's 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 yeah. it's kind of unlimited now because people are digging it and they're doing it right. They're doing it right. So why not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I'm thinking. Like you've got so many different things you can do, and I'm sure we're going to see more standalone Disney shows, and because they're slowly, or sorry, standalone Star Wars shows, and I think they're slowly starting to create this expanded universe. Um, in a way that they tried to do originally, and it kind of failed. Um, with the Star Wars stories, with Solo not doing as well, and I know Rogue One was awesome, but like, I think they're what they're doing now is they're like they tried too much at one go before. Like, oh, let's have a trilogy of movies. Let's make more animated shows. Let's have two interquels, and like, and like they kind of fell into the DC trappings. And what they're doing now is they're like, let's take a breath. Let's take our time with Star Wars. Let's build. Let's build outwards instead of going forwards. You know what I mean? So like, and I think because you've got so much room for building outwards, what did Obi-Wan do between um, Range of the Sith and A New Hope? What was going on in his life? You got 19 or 20 years there you can play with. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, that's the thing. You got these little pockets of time that we can build outward where it doesn't affect the, uh, the pre-existing legacies or continuities and all this. And I think that's what Disney are doing right now. They're building outward instead of upward and forward. And I think that's very, very clever storytelling. Dig up, stupid. Yeah, I think we're doing this bit dig out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think they're digging outward. I think that's clever because you, you, you got way more room to play with, even though the timelines aren't massive. You can, like a year, a lot can happen. But like I think right now, Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Um, we'll probably get a couple more seasons of both of them at least. And um, I'm just really excited to see what happens because, as I said, there's so much room for expansion there and they touched on so many different things that literally the sky's the limit because we could go from it being uh, a Western set in space to being a fucking massive epic where you're talking about like a political power struggle trying to take back the throne of Mandalore. Like you could have that kind of progression over the next four or five years, like over the course of the two shows. Like you're talking about probably one of the best Star Wars stories of all time, if not the best. That's my opinion. I'm out. I'm out. That's what I'm saying. I'm out. That's it. That's it. All right. That's how mother- we feel, folks. Yeah. All right, you motherfuckers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Old John Tui. And this is Dark Side of the Moon. And that was The Mandalorian. And that was Boba Fett. I remember, motherfuckers, this is the way. See you next time. Peace. Peach. God, you're a madman. This is the word of Dark Side.